On this week's episode, I know everybody's going to learn a ton. We have a specialist with us. This is a must listen. The founder of Accelerate Sports Ventures and an expert in all things nil, name, image, and likeness. One of the smartest guys out there, Doug Phyllis. This episode of One Star Recruits is brought to you by UCAN, U-C-A-N. UCAN's patented ingredient, Superstarch, has the remarkable ability to provide a steady release of energy without spiking blood sugar levels. Save 20% off and get free shipping on every order with the code OneStar at UCAN.co forward slash the number one S-T-A-R. Let's go. Yo, aloha. Welcome back to the One Star Recruits podcast. I am DK, your pod Sherpa. I'm joined by Rip, my best friend of 25 years. We're a couple one stars who, like you, are on this journey of life, learning, loving, getting better every day with the help of five stars from the world of entertainers and athletes and specialists from around the world, from around the globe. And we get to focus this week, Rip, on well, the state of New Jersey, we'll start off with. Our guest is from there. My father's from there. All my family lives in northern New Jersey. I love the Sopranos. I don't know if that's kind of a negative thing to say, maybe to New Jerseyans, but whatever. Jersey uh, Mike's apparently is uh, is legit, if you hear hear from this. Which was a great stamp of approval, man. Really, actually, I was really nervous when that got brought up because I was worried he's going to say that's not even a good sandwich. I was worried about that, too, but he, he he's fired up about it. He goes every week. They do go cheesesteak, though, which is like I think Philly would have a lot to say about that being in such close vicinity. Um, I myself go roast beef and cheese. What is your order? A Jersey Mike's rip is and they're not a sponsor and they're not nilling us, by the way. But now I'm curious, what's your Jersey Mike's order? I've been to Jersey Mike's like twice in my life. I'd probably get just some sort of California club with bacon and avocado. They have, they have something like that. Your littles don't ask for uh, turkey sandwiches. Not yet. No, they're peanut butter and jelly still. Oh, nice. A lot of sugar, though, in that. A lot of sugar, but they need it. <laughs> they, they need it to wipe us out. <laughs> you probably needed it, bro. Growing up in Tempe, Rip grew up in Tempe, Arizona. So that means, what does that mean? That means a lot of Denny's, Jack in the Box, Aftershock, Smitty's Pizza, Blimpy, Kyoto Bowl. What would, <laughs> what would have been your dream, Rip? What would have been your dream? Uh, nil. Name, image, and likeness growing up for you for rip brand growing up in tempe arizona if you could have a partner sponsoring your uh maybe your intramural kickball career at arizona state probably blimpy because i love their soft bread they're local they're underrated uh it's one of my favorites growing up and i don't know is blimpy still around it's not around but that a great i also grew up on blimpy and i loved it but also it makes me kind of mad that you don't go jersey mics because jersey mics is basically elevated blimpy practice the same concepts do you know what that do you know what i mean by that the soft bread soft bread applies they do a couple other blimpy concepts that are very uh, uh very new jersey they do they cut the meat on for your sandwich it's important so they do that there at jersey mike's they also did that at blimpy they do a, a fresh cut of meat they shredded also, lettuce shredded lettuce bingo shredded cold lettuce iceberg lettuce it's clutch it's slept on it and it is a necessity in both Blimpy and Jersey Mike's because they do my next favorite thing, which is the, the oil and vinegar. Ooh, yeah, that, that is a winner. I, I mean, even if they would have given me like just free product, like a free foot long a week or something like that for my intramural football, uh, sock kickball career, I would have I would have I taken it. I want you to maybe think about taking uh, W, your, your oldest out on a, on a Jersey Mike's run. 
and just see what he thinks about it. Because Blimpy, now that we're talking about it, has a special place in my heart, which probably leads to my loving of Jersey Mike's. To put these together for the listeners out there, too, we learn a little bit more about Jersey Mike's as a sandwich. We also learned about Jersey Mike's as a as a sponsor. They're all over the place. Look at any baseball stadium in the world. We're in New Jersey, we're talking about Jersey. They're the sponsor of the damn basketball arena at Rutgers, Rip. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. They get a big marketing budget. And yeah, my, my little guy likes, he's now eating salami and also like steak. So I, I can probably find something there for him. He, he, probably won't want, he might he might just ask for the salami and cheese, but that's a start, you know. Time is now. Maybe you tag Doug and tag Doug and take him out and get him his first hitter and see what's up. Just see what's up now that we're in the Jersey Mike's range. Because I too might have co-signed growing up on Blimpy as my, as my nil. I also want to throw out there a place called Hoagie Yogi. That was very important to me. Um, but Rip, we had a, I'm going to have to give it to the, the, the crown jewel, the Prince of Prince for nils growing up for me in, uh, in what was the 602, now the 480, is Denny's, man. They took a lot of money from us, uh, a lot of time, and probably a lot of lung space. They used to let people smoke cigs in there, bro. Oh, and those French fries would clog up your arteries. Yeah, that like this whole appetizer fries. starter, bro. The Mott sticks, the apps. Really, they would if they would have nailed me up, man. They probably could have just given me free coffee, and I would have worn a shirt to school. <laughs> they, they, they have a nice logo. Uh, you'd look good in the Denny's shirt. With you got Denny's, a nice logo. With a pocket with a pocket. Shit, bro. Maybe Denny's needs, needs to get in the game. You know, a little bit. Uh, that could be. Cause that's a great college place. Right. Or like the waffle house. I should have asked, I should have asked our expert Doug Phillips about the waffle house because it's uh, big in the South. And I know huge. a lot of players uh, go to get, you know, a lot of food at a cheaper price. Yeah. It's so, cheap. Hey, it's good. It's open 24 hours. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. But I like you going with blimpy for, for your, for your nil. I'm surprised you didn't throw out that. I hit you with that Smitty's pizza listeners. That's a, that's an old grocery store chain. I think it was only in Arizona, but for the OGs who know, if you know, you know, Smitty's had the best pizza uh, in Arizona for a minute. But I worked at Smitty's, so I wasn't sure if there was like a blurred line between if you work somewhere, if they can sponsor you or not. But yeah, that uh, Smitty's pizza. Oh, it came to your mind. You were thinking logistics already. You were ready to call up Doug and say, I have an opportunity. I need to understand if I can do this. <laughs> Give me some loopholes here. Yeah. Hey, I, have a, I have a question for you, man, because you just got a, a fresh Corey Kisper haircut a few weeks ago. And I had got into a thing with my wife the other day because we got our, our boys haircuts. And back when I used to have hair and got it cut, I have a question for you. When you when you got the Corey Kispert cut a few weeks ago, did they style it like at the salon or barber? Did they style it for you when you walked out the door? Yeah. Yeah. OK, so when they style it and they, they blow off whatever hair they, they cut, they blow blow around your neck and everything. Do you keep the style for a couple of days or do you immediately go home and wash your hair to get off all the, the hair that, that they left on there? What do you do? What's your what's your process after yeah, the haircut? You let it ride. You let it ride. Don't they watch your scalp, your hair? Don't they? For me, they did a little wash before. No, that didn't happen with you. And do a little pre-soak. A pre I guess it depends what you pay for. But yeah, no, this is the thing my, my wife and I kind of disagreed about the other day was that. When I used to get my hair cut, there were, you know, they would blow it off and everything, whatever they shaved off, they would blow around your neck with the, with the blower. And, but there would still be stuff on there. So I felt like I needed to wash my hair. So I would immediately go home and wash it. But so I tried to do that with the kids after they got theirs cut. She said, no, no. She said, you don't, we just, you're wasting your money on a haircut. You need to let it ride because they style it and everything, put gel in it. You She's need to right. let it ride for a few days. So She's you agree right. with her. 
No, she's right. I also, you're right. I'll tell you why. And listeners chime in on this because Rip's totally wrong. And it also goes completely against Rip, your value guide mentality. Because you're underestimating a handful of things in the value realm. Most importantly, your time, which is your most important asset. So it goes against all your theories, first and foremost. So you can ponder that while I say the next part. Rip, I know, talking about nil, you would have been nilled by uh, sports clips or great clips or... What were some other spots? Supercuts. Supercuts. They don't do the pre-wash, which is key. But also, uh, you got to let it ride, man, especially with the kids. They style and do a little bit of gel. Good for your wife. Let's try to get two days out of that look. That's you know? You're on Value. her side. You're on her side. I wanted to take them, throw them right in the bathtub and, and clean up all that, that excess hair that was stuck on their necks. But yeah, we she, she won out and I guess uh, you agree. So majority rules. I agree. I also can recommend for you maybe an easier solution than full than full bath. Just a washcloth with water, Rip. Washcloth with water. Give it a give it a slapper. Hair off, man. On to the next. That's true. That's a good point. You got a I lot going it. on. I'm going to question you now. I also had a shitload of hair, man. I went from 12 inches to down to the Corey Kispers. So even more reason to wash it right away. <laughs> well, they watched, they washed it for me because of that reason. They just want to see what the hell was going on. Right. So you just got to get full wet. Yeah. Hair going to see, I think what's going on at that level. Maybe, I don't know. You uh, probably pay. Let me guess. You probably paid. Oh yeah. Good 40, question. 45 with a $15 tip. Nailed it. 60, actually $20 tip. Cause who asked for five bucks back on at that point? You're already in. You're already right. committed. 40 and 60. That's a Hawaiian price right there. That's, yeah, Supercuts is 20. and So for 20 bucks at Supercuts, you get a, probably about a, a, a four-star haircut, but they leave hair on your neck and you have to go home and wash it. But your place, <laughs> you're clean as a whistle when you leave and you can rock it for two days without washing it. F hair on your neck, by the way. That's a lot. <laughs> Figure it out. Like, it seems like it's Supercuts, bro. <laughs> Just give it, a, give it the... Get out. I'm gonna get expert on here. We're gonna get now that we've had specialists on like Doug Phyllis. We're gonna get, I'm gonna get a hairstylist in here. Maybe my guy CJ and AZ will come on and talk to us about that. It's got to stop, Rip. You're wasting time, energy, um, and really your thirty dollar investment on a haircut that you got to maximize. We'll talk to Dumb Dad's Pods about it, but you got to try to get two days out of that minimum. And even more important, you should try to time it to an event. So you can double down on the get down, if you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, like right before you're going to a wedding or something like that. I hear you. Bingo. I'm with that. How about uh, let me question you, bro? Let you let me question you. We guess, should we say this for the second half, or you you, you want to go? You want you want to learn about nils? Let's you learn about me. nils. Let's learn about nils. Doug's the expert. Let's let him talk to our audience and uh, teach everyone about name, image, likeness. Let's hit it. Now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, we have a husband, a father, the founder of Accelerate Sports Ventures, and an expert in all things NIL, Doug Phyllis. Thanks for coming on One Star Recruits, Doug. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Of course. We're glad to have you. We're going to talk all things NIL in a minute, but the best part about your bio to me is that we both have kids named Wesley. So <laughs> props to you and your wife for picking a five-star name for, for at least your third kid there. Is he, is he named after the star of White Men Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we kind of just fell upon Wes, but I love it, and it fits him. And um, 
you know, he might be somebody we're talking about down the road because he can sling it a little bit. So we'll see. Oh, a five star. All right. I, hey, I know I did read that you met your wife in kindergarten. My son Wesley's in kinder right now, and I think he has his eye on a few of the girls already. So it's it's nice to hear a success story coming out of kindergarten there. You got to make sure you meet all those kids in that class, man. <laughs> they Some of them got intentions. You know what I mean? So. I, I was I've been uh, I've been focused on this lady for quite a while, so it was nice that it worked out. <laughs> it starts early, man. It starts early. Yeah. Do you, do you do you remember who who made the first? I don't want to say move because it's weird in this situation, but who <laughs> talked to who first? Is that even a memory or no? Is that ever discussed? Who well, made the first connection? So the first the first thing I remember about her was we met at the bus stop. So nice. you know it bus goes stop way love. way back. <laughs> and a, a real New Jersey. We're getting to New Jersey a little bit. Uh, Doug's got a, a background in New Jersey and the listeners know that I love New Jersey. So we'll come back to it. Um, but we love the story. I love Rip. Go ahead. What do you got? You want to talk about some of our uh, let's get into the nil stuff. Rip, go ahead. I know we have all kinds of questions. Yeah. So, Doug, a little bit about our pod. We have listeners in all 50 states and, and over 100 different countries now. But but the two biggest fans of this podcast have always been DK's mother, Nikki, and my mother, Jackie. So I want to kind of simplify this for a minute so the entire interview doesn't go over their heads. Can you just explain NIL in, in terms that our moms and every other casual sports fan out there will understand? Yeah. So name, image and likeness. Right. It, it, its legal name is the right of publicity. But it's really the fact, right, Rip, that if, if I wanted to create a T-shirt of you to sell it, right, I need your approval, right, to utilize your name, image, and likeness. And hopefully we come to a business arrangement, right? I'm going to pay you X percent of those T-shirts so everybody's happy, right, in order for me to get that approval from you to use your name, image, and likeness. And prior to July 1st of 2021, college athletes weren't able to – uh, take advantage of their celebrity and their name, image, and likeness, right? So you always hear people talk about Zion Williamson, Tim Tebow, Trevor Lawrence. They never got the opportunity to take advantage of that celebrity or their name, image, and likeness. As of July 1st, that changed. And so now for the last hundred or so days, we've seen college athletes being able to take advantage of their name, image, and likeness. It's been awesome, right? Kids are starting businesses, doing camps, clinics, endorsement deals, commercials. I mean, really, really great stuff. Everything from becoming an entrepreneur, selling NFTs, um, getting into the crypto game. I mean, there's been so much stuff going on, leveraging their social media. It's been awesome. Um, so I'm super, super excited for all those athletes. And now we're seeing it get into high school. So we can certainly get into that if you guys want to. But now we're going to see some high school athletes take advantage of it as well. Good and bad. I automatically my brain starts to think because it gets to a point where you don't want people to get taken advantage of. You want opportunity to still exist, but you want to weed out kind of that gray area of getting taken advantage of. And that's why we got guys like you leading the way, which makes me feel really good about the whole process, Doug. We had Kyron Williams running back for Notre Dame on the pod earlier this year. He was off to a hot start, and we had him on the pod, and we thought, shit, this guy's probably got a ton of things going on in the nil world, name, image, and likeness, mom. And um, we asked him, and he didn't. And sure enough, as we started talking to him, we have we uncovered this huge love for Chibola. He loves it. He eats it every day. He has this particular thing that he gets that's an original item. It's almost like the kind of the the McDonald's when they were putting meals together, but he didn't have it. Sure enough, we said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to clip this. We're going to tag it. We're going to get it out there for you, Kyron. We're going to find you a damn deal. And although we didn't close the Chipotle deal, 
We did uh, maybe help him with his pitch. He did get an Arby's deal done. So we nice. know he got a deal done. So I think it kind of just to line up with you where we're at here, we see some of these brands like Chipotle and McDonald's not fully diving in quite yet. Are you going to see these huge brands, Doug, taking a dive in pretty soon? The Fortune 500s and, and the big dogs come in here? Yeah, so it's interesting, right? And, and I think you make a great point and observation of what's happened, which is a lot of the big brands have taken a wait and see approach, right? And because it would just, it was so different the way that name, image, and likeness came about, right? Normally there's rules and rules and rules with the NCAA. And with this, and, and I won't get into it because it'll take us way off the path, right? But there was a Supreme Court case. They lost nine to nothing. And basically they just kicked the doors open with NIL, right? And there's two rules. And it's you can't pay the kids directly and you can't induce them, right? With like a car to come to your school. And beyond that, there's not a lot of rules. So I think a lot of the brands and we work with brands, right? And our, our whole uh, seat within this ecosystem is to educate, right? So we educate students, parents, coaches, corporate sponsors, agents, right? All of them need to be educated on this. There's different rules at different states, different rules for different schools. So our whole thing is education, education, education. And what we're learning is big brands who we're talking to, I think they're going to get into this thing, but they have absolutely taken a wait and see approach. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for the right moments, the right opportunity, the right athlete. Uh, but it's coming. The, you know, this, this marketplace is going to be in enormous. And a great opportunity for some of these other brands. I kind of love with Kyron Williams that Arby's came in. They're a second tier brand trying to find their voice still. They're willing to get into that a little bit earlier to take those risks. And I think a lot of young businesses um, who do have a little bit of money, and I have a question about our podcast, Doug, I'm kind of excited about in terms of just us. Let me ask you even before that, though. Okay, how do I say this? I, I love cannabis. I'm a cannabis lover. Talk about it on the podcast all the time. In California, it's it's legal. Do you see a place for flower touching cannabis in, in the nil world over time? Uh, in legal states, is that something that could could come in? Or are we just talking, you're talking about the rules still forming and I'm peeling off something that's in, I'm in the weeds here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a handful of categories that most schools prefer to stay away from, right? I would put cannabis in that discussion for some, right? Or for most, especially where it's not legal, right? Um, but I'll tell you, like, we've seen some really interesting stuff so far in name, image, and likeness, right? Like, there's a kid in Florida who's over the age of 21. He did a beer deal, right? Where most uh, people thought that would never happen. Right, um, right. A number of sports betting companies are trying to do name, image, and likeness deals, which is something we never thought was going to be conceivable previously. Ask, ask Pete Rose about that. He still can't get in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. And now this is happens. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So there's going to be opportunities, right? And look, if you're an emerging business, this is like the single greatest influencer marketing opportunity that's ever happened. So you got to do it. You got to look at it and you got to make opportunities, uh, make them happen. And I think the kids, you know, they're young, they're entrepreneurial and their generation understands this thing, right? The palm of their hand, having that iPhone, that smartphone, right? And their Instagram, their TikTok, like huge, huge opportunities out there for them. It feels early enough still too, where it's kind of cheap. Like you, you might be a small company and be able to get in for a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks. Cause that's a decent totally. amount of money for a college kid right now. For sure. And think about it. There's hundreds of thousands of kids who just been granted this opportunity. So while there are some kids, right. Alabama quarterback who's making significant 
money, right? There's other opportunities for you to go pick and choose and find athletes who maybe they have, uh, maybe they're a micro influencer, right? In a really specific, maybe their thing is working out, right? And you're a protein company. Well, that fits perfectly, right? They're going to need their protein shake after their workout. So there's a lot of synergies and um, a lot of different ways for these companies to partner and take advantage of this. So I'm really excited about it. I think the sky's the limit here. Yeah, you're smart, Doug. You're in a good space. Are you hiring? <laughs> this, this man is making a good decision. If you go, go ahead and LinkedIn up, Doug Phyllis, listeners, because uh, you might want to send him your resume. I think you're in. I think you're in a really great space. It seems so open even our podcast and we were kicking around the idea here of sponsoring some local college athletes or outfitting them with some one year one star gear getting some cash in their pocket how about just a podcast like us a middle tier podcast growing doing our thing smart move or 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 kind of that's a dumb move for somebody like us to look at spending some money in that in that genre i love it i love it right like uh, especially given you know your your the way that you guys go about it, right? You're bringing in five stars and to help all of us, one stars. Um, I don't know where I fit. Depends what day it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're five star, um, brother. And you know, our guy Rip has an eye for talent and you can usually spot the one stars. He's really, <laughs> somehow he's got, he's got some talent and they want to become five stars. So I think it's the same thing. It's like, but get in low, you know, get in low and build the relationship. I think it's is almost as important as the money right now. And I think you told me the same with your clients, both on the brand side and on the client side. Yeah. And you know what I what I love about that potential idea, guys, is some of these kids really get to show their personality. Right. And some of them are tremendous. Right. And really have the gift of gab, understand how to connect with the audience. And so there could be some really great synergies there. Let's maybe maybe we hire Doug Rip. Maybe we uh, we get into uh, getting uh, get into the nil podcast game, help some podcasts get out there and get uh, their name out and about. Let's talk about our guy, Jaden Daniels. He's a quarterback at Arizona State, also a former podcast here. He's done really good with the with the Neil deals over the past few months. Rip, tell me if I'm missing any, but I think he's got a pizza deal, a car deal. There's others. What's the most unique deal that you've came across that's passed your desk? And in the same breath, what's the most successful ROI that you've seen? I know it's been a short period. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? Um, there, there's a couple of different things I would say. So one... I'm working on a deal that I can't talk about right now that's high school and, and is going to, to be a really big deal in the high school space. You got Peyton um, Manning's nephew? Coming up? It's not, it's going not, on? it's not him, but he's going to do very, very well, right? I mean, who's a bigger celebrity than he is right now? There has been, here's the other thing I would say, right, to your question about the quarterback. Yes. The quarterback has such a huge advantage, right? right? It, it, Every team league, it doesn't matter, right? In the NFL, they're the face of the show. Um, in college, you touch the ball every play, you're going to have the opportunity, right? Especially you saw early on companies jumped at quarterbacks, right? So the North Carolina quarterback, the Miami quarterback, uh, so many of them, Georgia, Alabama, we're getting deals, right? So it's been really, really interesting. I think it's a little early on ROI. I would say this uh, as an overall point about return on investment. Everybody who got in early got 10x the publicity that they thought they were going to get because there's so much focus on this being the first time NIL could be allowed. So, you know, you saw companies like Six Star Nutrition, PetSmart, like they jumped in the first day, Boost Mobile. Uh, I think brilliant move, right? To be there July 1st. Yeah. And they got the kind of the listeners they got all got these interesting. They're not the no, they're not the biggest names, but if you will, in the nicest way, they're good looking. 
college kids that might, could be models, maybe could in other worlds be other other professions too. And these brands are getting in and getting their feet wet a little bit. Um, yeah. It's super cool. I want to. I'm getting more pumped up, Rip. I think I want to get in a little bit. Let's just make sure we don't give the quarterbacks all the love because we're one stars. We want some kicker deals too, and some, yeah, can we get some referees getting the nil money here? Um, all right. I, I also want to talk about. You mentioned there's hundreds and even thousands of, of college athletes out there that are, are have the potential to get nil money. My nephew Trevor Thompson is a college basketball player at, at a Division two school, Cal State Los Angeles. They have a squad full of ballers for for student athletes like that aren't at the division one level D2 NAIA. What are some things you suggest that they try to do to get a piece of that NIL pie? Is it, is it all about building up the social media presence and things like that? Yeah. So the first thing that I always say guys is like NIL opportunity is for everyone, right? It's so long as you want to participate. Right. And so the first thing is what's authentic to you, right? So if social media is something that you're comfortable with and you can create some great content, absolutely go down that road and there's going to be opportunities for you, right? If you're not someone who wants to be on social media, and there's a lot of 18 to 22 year olds who don't, right? They don't want to create the content. They don't want to put in the time. Like maybe you're good with little kids and you should go do a camp or clinic and in a, in a day, you'll make a couple thousand bucks, right? So there's all these different opportunities. Like you were recruited, right? Do you know how many young people and their parents want to hear about the recruiting process? And you can go speak about that, right? Um, you're a, an athlete, right? So you lift weights, you're focused on your nutrition. Like you have all of this stuff that you can share with other people who are, who are not division one athletes, division two athletes, NAIA athletes, right? You have to time manage your schedule, right? Because you have practice, you have school, you want to spend some time with your friends and family. Like all of these things are assets in the NIL world. Um, Do you have other talents, right? Like art or music or dancing, culinary, right? You can create content that way. Um, So there's just so many different things you can do right now. Um, Again, I think the sky's the limit when it it comes to NIL. And it doesn't matter if we're seeing deals across the spectrum rip, right? Division one, for sure, right? But division two, division three, NAIA athletes are all absolutely marketable in this space. And I'll just give you one example. There's a girl who's a NAIA volleyball player, and she just knows how to play the social media game. Her content is awesome. And like she made $18,000, like right out of the gate. Right. Right. And now she's become, she's an influencer. Right. And she's got all these brands reaching out to her and she's the bell of the ball. So, you know, huge opportunities. Doesn't matter where you're playing. Right. Obviously when you play on ESPN, you have a little bit of an advantage, right? There's millions of people watching. They're all going to go check out your Instagram or your Twitter or Google you. Right. And here's the one piece of advice I'd give to everybody you got to be searchable, right? So like I had a kid call me and he's like, Doug, I want to start doing NIL deals. But every time you went on his social media following, his nickname was there, not his real name. So if I'm watching him on ESPN, I could never find him on his social media handles. Was was that our guy Bones Highland from the Nuggets? (laughs) By any chance? I know he's a big nickname guy. I was good. That's a great, actually good point that I did hop in here too. What point do people call Doug? either brand or player like when when do i call a doug um you know the more and more that we start to get out there and accelerate and people understand like i'm not an agent right i will never take a cut of your money i'm here to help you understand right like 
I had somebody who got reached out to by a brand and they're like, Doug, what does this mean? Right. What is exclusivity? What does this mean? I have to post a couple times a month on Instagram. What does it mean? I have to put this in my bio. Right. So like walking them through like, Hey, this is what it means. Had, had kids get approached by, um, to be market affiliate marketers. Right. And they get paid a percentage of the sales that come through their, their link. What is, what is an affiliate marketer? Right. So like, right just helping them understand what you're, they're doing. You're wide open. Do. So this is for both brands and athletes out there listening, thinking I should learn more. It's okay to pick up the phone and give you, you a buzz and, and, yeah. and get it on the website, check out Accelerate, because that's really what you do. You're, you're in the education business. Absolutely. Point. And we have, we have a product that we just launched two weeks ago. It's called Name, Image, and Likeness 101. And, you know, for 39 to $59, you get, to see our podcasts, right? It's in a podcast format where I'm talking to an NFL player, Devon Kennard, who plays for the Arizona Cardinals about how he built his brand, how he handles himself on social media, how he handles his finances, right? Because now he finally has money and he didn't want to blow it all, right? And we have Amanda Scarborough, who's on ESPN. You know, uh, we got a couple of social media influencers talking about how they built their content, how they go about their their uh, plan planning for their social content. So I think it's really helpful um, and excited to get that. And then we also like to do like live sessions because the most valuable thing, guys, that I found is just a discussion, right? Hey, I got approached by XYZ company. They offered me $500. Well, here's a kid on the other side of the country got approached by the same type of com- company and they offered him $1,500. Here's why. Here's what he did, right? Or here's what she did. And that stuff is invaluable. Awesome. Where, where can we find that, that podcast again? So if you go to acceleratesportsventures.com, we've got uh, NIL 101 kind of put to, put together um, as a package. And then we're doing live sessions for everybody who's a part of that community. Okay. And let's talk about Accelerate for a second, because you have a pretty interesting background. I know you helped launch the New York FC soccer team, and you also worked for IMG for a while. But now you kind of branched out with starting Accelerate Sports Ventures. What what advice would you give kind of through all the trials and tribulations of, of being an entrepreneur? What advice would you give your younger self when, when starting a company? Mm, yeah, the, the first thing I would say, Rip, is don't start during a once in a lifetime pandemic. <laughs> no, no. Kidding aside. It, it makes I, it stronger. There was actually some benefits to it, right? Because people were um, reachable, right? Like a lot of people were working from home. And so I could get in touch with a lot of people. There were also some some other uh, factors at play where people were reaching out for some other beer business oriented stuff. Right. And, and it just snowballed from there as, as ways to get conversations going. So there's, there are actually some benefits to the, to the pandemic for us. Um, I you think- nailed it. You nailed it with your timing, Doug, between that, we felt the same thing. We were able to get more accessibility to, to people we otherwise, I don't think would have gotten what you also did is you have the background to, it kind of lined up just perfect for you with your background that teed up that it came to when it dropped, you were ready. I think ahead of the game. That's what we wanted to do, right. Was be ready um, for no matter what came. Right. And, and what did come, we didn't really expect, right. I expected there to be a lot of rules. The NCAA worked on, you know, this 15 page rules for this, and then they threw it out the window. So, you know, for 18 months, we were studying that thing and, (laughs) It it's a free for all. It reminds me a little bit of when I was in the cannabis space. It's kind of a little bit of the wild, wild west where sometimes you get your hand slapped, sometimes you don't along the way. Everybody's kind of learning, but that doesn't mean the money stops slowing, baby. I'll tell you that much. You know, right. uh, business is still going. People are trying to figure it out. 
Rip, let's do uh, let's do the five questions. I'm excited for the fire round. Yeah, we uh, Doug, we end every interview with usually end every interview with a segment called one star to five star. And we're trying to get tips and knowledge from every guest we have on this podcast. DK wanted to have more uh, questions about your background on this one because he's a big New Jersey guy. Mm -hmm. I know you live there now. So we want to ask some questions about uh, a little bit closer to your life, if that works. Amazing. So you're in Bergen County, New Jersey, and, and right to the south, DK's dad and sister, they both went to Rutgers, they're Scarlet Knight alumni. In, in your opinion, though, we know P- New Jersey has great pizza. What's the best, the five-star pizza slice you can find somewhere in New Jersey? Wow. So I'm biased, and my wife and I are trying to figure it out because we've got different tastes in pizza. But there is a place here where I live in Wyckoff called Mandara that I love. Uh, it tastes like my pizza from home in New York. So uh, I'm a big, big fan. Um, there, uh, There's a lot of opinions about Jersey pizza. I'll tell you that much. It's the best. The local spots are always the best. But can you give a shout out to uh, you're from Westchester, New York, Westchester County. What, what's the pizza spot up there that you go to? Um, so the pizza spot from home was Gino's, um, which is in Bronxville. Uh, my guy, Elio, who I grew up with, uh, BC grad. Uh, Elio Vitrini, he's the man. Uh, that's the best pizza that I've ever had. So, damn, there it is. Can I give my spot? I got to shout out Anthony Franco's in Sparta, New Jersey. That's my spot, too. <laughs> but New Jersey pizza is so good. And New York pizza, I, I don't. I, this could be a full episode, Rip. Um, I want to have a pizza episode. We'll bookmark it for next time. But I'm, I wrote it down. Madeira's. I'm gonna check it out. I also see some nil potential in all three of those places. Here. Oh shit! That's uh, absolutely. Let's uh, so in new staying in New Jersey now. The arena in New Brunswick at Rutgers is now called the Jersey Mike's Arena. DK is the biggest fan of Jersey Mike's I've ever met. What what is your order at Jersey Mike's? Or or you can tell us is that place trash if you actually? Live oh in New no, Jersey. Jersey Mike's is the best. <laughs> um, okay, cool. <laughs> so we we kicked off the show with my man Wes, my little guy. Yep. So Wes loves Jersey Mike's. We go every week when he has a half day at school. And uh, we get a cheesesteak, number 17 cheesesteak. And uh, he gets a big blue Gatorade and some chips. And my man is thrilled. So I know you said he can sling it. Are they giving him free product yet or what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get that man down to Rutgers, man. Jersey Mike's spending money all over campus. Uh, all right. The last one here. We do a Jersey swap question with our athletes every week where we ask them who is their ideal athlete from any era to swap jerseys with. And our listeners are always interested in that question. But with you, they're always they're, our listeners are also interested in mentorship and growth and just kind of like a Jersey swap. But with you, what agency or sports mentor would you like to do like a polo shirt swap with? So, you know, anytime I talk about my career, like it doesn't exist without a guy named Tim Pernetti. Um, Tim was the AD at Rutgers when I met him, um, didn't know him when, when they hired me. Um, and we just built an unbelievable relationship. We went to New York city football club together where he was the president and I was the business guy. And then I went to IMG college where he was the president and I ran the East for him. So he's, uh, a a mentorship and partnership. I love it when in sports you see the transfers, it actually happens a lot in sports industry when you do find a great mentor and team and, when they move along, sometimes you move along. It's, yeah. It's rare. That's inspiring. Yeah. Really. So 10 years, right. For two guys who didn't know each other wow. and um, you know, he's family and uh, I love the guy. So it would probably, 
probably be that jersey swap if I had to do it because he's just had such an amazing impact on me and my life and my the way that I run my business, right, is everything I learned from that guy. So that's my man. That's the man. Has he been on your podcast? Not yet. <laughs> might, have to, might have to do a mentor special podcast and get him on talk about uh how this all this magic happened uh we're gonna let you go brother let go ahead and let our all of our listeners know one more time where we can find you both social media uh the podcast and for athletes and brands who this is the best part of this whole episode this is a free right just first first call consultation yeah, call absolutely it. absolutely mention dk mention the podcast <laughs> Maybe code dk okay. Made the t-shirts in it for your something, but this is great education wise, just to call Doug and anybody, you know, Trevor, we mentioned uh, D2 athlete. It's okay to call Doug and say, here's the situation. What are my options? I think that's the biggest thing of all of this. So go ahead, brother. Tell us where we can find you and where we can help people help these athletes make some money. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Um, anyone interested, please check out accelerate sports ventures.com. You can um, DM me on Instagram at accelerate sports ventures. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at accelerate SV. I look forward to helping as many people as possible. That's really why we're in this space, right? We want to make sure nobody gets taken advantage of like you guys talked about there, you know, that, that possibility is out there. And so the more they get educated, whether it's about deals, agents, contracts, taxes, all that stuff. We want to make sure we help them and get them in a good place. So really appreciate you guys having me. And, and please feel free to check us out at AccelerateSportsVentures.com. I love it. And that's all athletes, tennis players, badminton players, not just the, the star quarterbacks. There's opportunities out there. The coolest thing I think out of this whole interview that I took away is it's less about even what you do on the field. Think a little bit more internal about what you love to do elsewise because that stuff's going to resonate and maybe just your sport will be the vessel to maybe get you there. So hit up Doug. Thank you, brother. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care, Doug. All right. Thank you, Doug Phyllis, the expert and really a lot of learnings. I'm going to filter not only my questions, but any folks who come into my life towards you because I've love just being able to have the education expert be the foundation of this agency at this point in time and that open door policy rip and he's such a nice dude even with your nephew you you mentioned him might as well connect with with him and learn a little bit yeah any opportunity for a college kid to make money that's given so much back to their school in terms of revenue i mean it's i'm all for it that's why nil is such such nil has been such a huge deal and it's finally happening so uh, props to doug for being one of the 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 front runners he's a front runner and you're a front runner and specialist yourself rip in disneyland probably the at this point in time the entire city of anaheim california but disneyland you hit a lot and i'm actually impressed with your disneyland consistency and um i have five we usually do quick hitter questions we just did it with doug which was dope answered all of our jersey mics as you heard that was that was brilliant i'm gonna do quick hitter with you on disneyland you ready Let's go, man. I'm just there the other day. 22,000 steps, close to my record. You're a dick. That was my first question. Steps. 22,000. You got it. Rips ahead of me already in the it's getting fired up about D-Land. How about the number of child breakdowns, tantrums had at Disneyland? Oh, that's a tough one. It, it, it really depends on on how you schedule the day. And we, we've, we've learned to do it pretty well to avoid them, but we still have one or two each day, depending on, uh, you know, the, the direct the, question, the, though, this particular trip, how how many on your full day? Twenty two thousand steps. How many you had two 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 full breakdowns? Yeah, I want to say two. They weren't huge ones, but they were there were definitely two. 
hard, man, because it's a lot of lines and you got to balance eating and the whole deal. Sleeping. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Sleeping, <laughs> pushing. Yeah, there's a lot of balancing acts going on to avoid. Well, it's more like the kids want to be carried, which is insane because we got this double stroller and you're walking like seven or eight miles. You want to be part of it. You still want to be part of it because if you're too down low, you know, nobody knows what's going on down low. You got to get up there. To, you still want to be part of it, but you don't want to walk. Yeah, it was like trying to explain to the kids, like we brought the stroller to like give us some relief. So, you know, to have you in it, it's hard enough, like pushing a stroller with 80 pounds in it. But now you want me to carry you and push the stroller. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, I like that parenting technique. You're asking them to be empathetic towards you (laughs) for your your needs and see that that was successful. It sounds like it wasn't. What do you think when you did you witness other tantrums at, at Disneyland? Is it? A oh, I saw year? a kid. I saw a kid between. There's a huge walkway between the Winnie the Pooh ride and Splash Mountain, where there's just hundreds of people in line for Splash Mountain. There's probably about a hundred people in line for Winnie the Pooh. It's one of the main walkways at Disneyland. It cuts to the restroom and then to the over by the boats over there. And there was a like probably a five year old kid laying face down on the asphalt just screaming and crying and the parents were just like all right we'll just wait this one out yeah. and i mean people are sidestepping him walking around him so it was what, like uh, what do you what do you think what's going through your head are you like feeling good that that's not your kid uh, are you absolutely. feeling empathetic are you feeling empathetic in that well, yeah, both definitely both yeah i mean number one uh, yeah i'm glad that's not my kid kind of proud a little proud a little proud <laughs> But also, like, yeah, damn, I'm sorry for you parents. Like, that could easily be my kid right there. Easily. You start thinking, like, face down. You wonder about the germs, maybe COVID. All kinds of things go through my head. But, yeah, you sometimes you got to walk away from some of those. Yeah. All right. Child breakdown. So good. So just a couple for you. All good. Uh, best thing you ate? Best thing we ate? Lots of good food at Disneyland, surprisingly. I know more from seeing pictures of people there, but I'm usually impressed with the, with the photos I see. Yeah, really, really good food. I actually had a really good sandwich at California Adventures from the, I believe it's called Bouchon Bakery. They do like a little bakery tour. And at the end, there's you can order stuff. So, yeah, I just had a, I believe, salami sandwich with cheese and lettuce and tomato. It was amazing. The, I mean, it's because it's a bakery. All the bread is fresh within like the last hour that you could see it baking. So that's, I mean, it, the freshest bread you can get. So that was a great sandwich over there. Damn, that's something maybe you grab like an extra couple rolls, take back with you. That's we did. Awful. We grabbed a baguette and I just actually finished it off before the pod. Oh, shit. There it is. This is like a bread pod, man. Maybe we need a sandwich <laughs> sponsor. This is dope. Um, I love it that you hit us with a sandwich as best thing. How about the worst thing? The worst thing? You know, my wife really likes the corn dogs and Disneyland's pretty famous for those, but I'm not a huge fan of the Disneyland corn dogs. I, I, hmm. I don't know. They don't hit for is, you. Why? What's up? The crispy? They're a little too greasy. It? They're a little too greasy for me. Mm-hmm. A little too greasy. Yeah. yeah. It's important for me when you get down to the bottom, I actually like the little crispy part at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, that's good. The crispy's good, but I think they kept it in the fryer a little too long and didn't like shake it out enough. So it's a little too mm. greasy. Can you ever do the cheese pizza technique and do a wrap it like a like a like a condom? Just wrap it up in a paper towel and give it a thirty seconds. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll try that next time. That is a good idea. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring an actual condom and try it. <laughs> no. In the line for Splash Mountain between the Pinocchio ride. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's not the worst thing. But yeah, greasy stuff there. Because also you can't get stomach upsets and then do stuff. Appetite for destruction. Did you see any throw-ups happen? Is that, that's, a, that's a common thing with the kiddos. Any throw-ups happen that, that were witnessed or all good there? 
I saw it throw up on the ground in the parking lot. It looked like possibly like a pinkish color. So I don't know what if it was like mm. a strawberry shortcake or something like that. But yeah, no, I didn't see any in the park. They're pretty good about cleaning stuff up right away when that happens. They have like a thousand people come out of nowhere, you know, just to make Disneyland look like spick and span. Yeah, yeah, they pop out of the building and they're ready. Um, okay, good. Final question. The number one best thing to do at Disneyland not everybody knows about. Uh, oh, I know it's it's rider switch. This is it. It's rider switch. If you have a young kid and it's kind of a hidden, it's totally a hidden secret. It's called rider switch for the big rides like Splash Mountain or Space Mountain, the, the rides that young kids can't go on because they're not tall enough. If you have two adults and a young kid that can't go, one adult can go on the ride and you 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 wait in line and then you go up to the front and they they scan your ticket and you can come back right again when that when that adult gets off you can come right back without waiting in line so the other adult has a chance to swap out with the kid so you it basically saves you i mean it saves us probably two to three hours on sunday because we did it for a few big rides because our littlest can't go so we the second person just bypasses the line you go right away so it saves you a lot of time and not to mention but his older brother who can go gets to go two times in a row right real winner probably yep the real winner is the the older sibling rider switch yep um but man the one the one sibling trick right there that's that's pretty good man that's good i love it and the 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 thing i love about disneyland too is that it's the only place besides driving on the freeway and i asked this question to eddie george on our pod last year about because he's i wanted to always ask it to an nfl running back because they have that vision that no one else has they can see holes opening up they can see things happening before they actually happen and he agreed he said i'm a, I'm a great driver because because of my running back skills when you're on the 405 freeway you're staring down seven lanes of traffic and you can kind of see where to go next before anybody else that reminds me of disneyland because it's so crowded there you're pushing a double stroller you have to be able to see the holes and hit them hard and fast and get through small spaces so that's one of my the most enjoyable parts about Disneyland to me is actually navigating my way with that stroller through the crowds. It makes me feel like Alvin Kamara out there. It makes me feel exhausted. I might hire you. <laughs> I ever have kids and I'll go to Disneyland. I might hire you to navigate and I'm just going to go drink a uh, Dole, Dole Whip ice cream in the corner and let you just navigate that thing for your kicks, man. That's amazing. Was the Enchanted Tiki Bar, was that at the Disneyland Hotel? Uh, it's, it's right inside Disneyland. It's actually right next to the, they have a Dole Whip station right there because it's sponsored by Dole. And they so got the Dole Whip right there. Yeah, I always like that too, man. I the love tropi- it. The Tropical Hideaway Bar right next to it. You take your youngest, get him involved. All right, take your oldest to go to Jersey Mike's, feel it out, and maybe take your youngest to one of those, get a little, some some appetizers, some poo-poos, at, like a Trader Sam's, one of the uh, tiki bars, man. If he's vibing on that, he'd get him ready for Hawaii, bro true that's very true and, and and next time you come here i'll push you in the stroller at disneyland oh gosh that would be good wow what did you navigate humans as a business for <laughs> disneyland that they pay for your ticket and they get to sit in human adult strollers you, <laughs> you navigate them man uh let's make it happen get dug hey, on that you know we'll make it happen man um any account well accountability for last week for me we put the, I put the Niners to bed San Francisco 49ers they came back and did their thing you had a matchup with comedian Adam Lamb I wanted to just tie the, put a put a put a nod in close the loop if you will comedian Adam Lamb and you had a fantasy football matchup what's the outcome Oh depressing man he uh he he had Matt Ryan as quarterback he had a 10 a.m. game and he 
didn't throw a touchdown. They got creamed by the Cowboys. He scored, I think, less than a point. So I'm like, damn, I got this game, right? I got Russell Wilson coming up back from an injury. Russell Wilson didn't throw a touchdown either. He scored about five points, and the rest of my team kind of stunk it up. So congrats to Adam Lamb. I tried to reverse jinx him a few times, but he took it, man. I'm still in the hunt, but, yeah, it's uh, I need a good good few weeks here to close out the year. Yeah, I get comedian Adam Lamb. He's a good dude. He needed that W. I'm, I can't wait to get him back on the podcast. One of the funniest guys out there, and uh, we'll get him on talking some sports. Maybe if the Cardinals can get their mojo going again and uh, go on a little run here, it's been a little frustrating to to see this this pull and take. DK, we got some good feedback on our uh, kind of duet open open letter to Aaron Rodgers last week with the nice soft music playing in the background and, and telling him how much of a dick he was. And you kind of supported him a little bit. And I feel a little better about him this week. But let's uh, let's try something here with just off the top of my head. I want uh, the Cardinals are have been struggling. They just lost to Carolina. Best player in Cardinals history, Larry Fitzgerald. Can we uh, do a little open letter to him this week? How are you feeling? Can you start off with the – I'll cue the music. You start off with the Dear Larry. Mm, okay, I have a couple things to, to, to really – I would, would like to do in this letter. Uh, cue the music. Dear Larry Fitzgerald, DK here, One Star Recruits Podcast, big fan. And just remember – just to remind you, we grew up in the same, same town and I watched it at Sandella Stadium. So to remind you, um, Larry, we're having some injuries on, on the Cardinals here, and the offense in particular, and we don't need a lot. I think we just need a, a couple third down conversions and really maybe a little confidence booster. I think you're the right guy for the job. Uh, Larry, I've seen you. I've seen you out at Phoenix Suns games. I think you're still supporting Robert Sarver, which I have a couple questions about. I'd like to just maybe see you focus some of your attention on, on back to the Cardinals here. It's been 17 years and we're still a little open-ended and, and I think the time is now to just hop back um, and, and even just, just get in there and, and catch a couple third downs, maybe a couple red zone packages. And uh, Larry, we'd, we'd love to have you back there. So uh, think about it. Yours truly, DK. Yes, if you decide to not take DK's advice, just go ahead and hop on this podcast because I know uh, we can talk to you about a lot of different things and love to have you on one star recruits we've been known to have some guests come on and get one star bumps like uh, we're going to name off a few here in the next minute and i believe that if you do come on this podcast you'll be the next one and possibly carry the cardinals to a super bowl one star bumps real i believe in it man and i think that's you're exactly right uh, a couple ingredients missing in the recipe and the pot if you will of super bill super bowl it's a delicious pot of delicious marinara that just needs an extra Fitzgerald spice. So, um, and you can join the likes of some one stars like Larry Brown. Rip, you had a one star bump this week. Yeah, Memphis are up to uh, number 11 in the AP poll, I believe. They're looking really good, but he joined their staff along with Rashid Wallace and Penny Hardaway. They got a lot of knowledge in that, in that locker room. So Memphis, Larry Brown got the one star bump. He's back in coaching and leading the top team in the college basketball. We got championship bumps. They're coming all over the place. Tom Glavin. Atlanta Braves commentator on the podcast here, one championship. So we also do the championship one star bumps here. Um, so there's my open letter, man, to Larry. I, I'd like to see the Cardinals get healthy first and foremost. And we're talking really to the main players here, quarterback, wide receiver. Defense has been okay, uh, but it's hit or miss. So 
Rex of the week, everybody's favorite segment. This is where we bring any value that hit us last week. Listeners, anything in the world that we said, damn, that is a value add and I want to share it with the universe. Rip, what is your recommendation of the week? I'm going to jump back to an old one, but it's also relevant because it actually debuts today, Wednesday, November 17th. And I don't think it's been publicized or hyped enough, but Hard Knocks is coming back today with the Colts. The first time they're doing an in-season series of Hard Knocks. So today on HBO, November 17th, the Indianapolis Colts in-season version of Hard Knocks. I'm not going to miss it. I love that show. Check it out, everybody. There you go. Little little show wreck from Rip. I will do a a food wreck you can mix with watching that show if you so decide. It's something that I made. I made Rip. Actually, I made a dish that is from our home state. It's really easy to make at home. And I'll, before I tell you what it is, I'd like to make a recommendation to you that you should actually make these for a family and explain to them why it's actually from Arizona and a cultural meal. Are you ready? Are you interested in that? Cheese crisp. I already said cheese crisps in episodes past, but you do need to do that. Have you, You've done that for them, right? No, I haven't made one of those in a while, but those are one of the best uh, hidden food gems out there. So you can mix these together. Um, you can do these two things together, a cheese crisp, and then you can also do a Sonoran hot dog. So I made it this week. Here's how easy it is. Ready? Sonoran hot dog. It really comes from Tucson, but it's Arizona spectacular. And it is a, it's a hot dog wrapped in bacon. Here's how I made it. Cast iron. Took my cast iron, heated it up, got thin bacon, threw it in there, threw it in the oven immediately at 400 degrees for 12 minutes to get the bacon cooked enough that it will cook once you wrap it. 12 minutes, pull it out, take your hot dog. I used a Nathan's hot dog. Uh, I threw it in the hot pan with the, with the bacon grease already, rolled it around a little bit, put it back in the oven at 400 for another 12, for another 12 minutes. Five minutes into that round, I pulled it out. Uh, you take the hot dog, you put it on top of the piece of bacon. You do a roll, a roll wrap, if you will. And you put it back in the oven for another five to six minutes until that bacon gets fully cooked. Pull that thing out. Rip, for you, I want you to let that thing rest in just a paper towel for a second. Do a grease collection. So we know you're not a big grease fan. And uh, put that thing in a hot dog bun. Very important with the Arizona Sonoran dog that you add uh Onions are optional. I like them. Ketchup, mayo, and if you have any chilies, green chilies around, it's always nice. But really just ketchup and mayo are the two mainstays. Boom. Serve it up with a cheese crisps. It's an Arizona meal, bro. The kids are going to love it. What do you think? Damn. I think the whole, the whole, that whole thing rides on whether the bacon is uh, just right or too crispy. Man, 400, 400 at 12 minutes sounds like you maybe like fry the bacon too much. No, it comes out nope. good. No, it comes out good. The beautiful thing about putting bacon in the oven rather than the, the top cleanliness, it's easier. It doesn't, doesn't splatter as much, but it keeps your bacon flat, more malleable, easy to wrap around something like a lot of people do dates. Uh, a lot of people will wrap, obviously, hot dogs, a lot of things with bacon, but it is important to get that good pre-cook on and then do the wrap and let it finish and get nice and crispy while it's wrapped around your, your dog or whatever you're doing. But baking it is the important key. That's the aspect that makes it easy and separates it from being a really messy disaster. I think you need to take that idea straight to the top at Nathan's and get our guy Joey Chestnut in a Sonoran hot dog eating contest. Damn, Maybe on Cinco de Mayo. Stubborn. 
That'd be a shitload of heartburn. We're going to get that going. Joey Chestnut. I actually just saw him eat a, an entire pizza in about six <laughs> seconds last week. So <laughs> he's down for the Sonoran Bacon Wrap Hot Dog Challenge, man. I love it. Great Rex of the Week. Great guest, Rip. We did a little different. The specialist. And I think we'll keep pulling some specialists out of thin air when they're relevant and it makes sense. And especially a guy like Doug Phyllis, who's, who's, office is open but more importantly he's he's here to uh answer questions that any athletes may have any brands may have any podcasts may have yeah so, we get a lot of, we got a lot of athletes and, and school execs listen to the pod so if you uh if you want us to connect you with doug we'll, we'll we'll help you out there but he's at accelerate accelerate sports ventures check it out online and and his his phone his dms and his phone is open so hit him up hit him up drop drop one star for a t-shirt possibly he had really cool branded T-shirts that I liked. Hopefully, we'll get some out. Uh, we'll get them on our social media. Go ahead and give us five stars on Apple. It helps so damn much. We would appreciate that. And if anybody wants to share this with a family member, a friend, an enemy, uh, somebody who needs uh, an opportunity to learn a little bit more about name, image, and likeness, send this bad boy along. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>